How's that? That's better. Is that, is that good? That from here, that shot looks pretty sick. That's that shot is sick. Yeah, that's, In a, that's good a, way. Sick, sick that's, that's yeah, a good sick, sick shot. Yeah, you guys look good. You guys look good. Let me make sure that. Let me get my notes. Uh, I love what my wife is doing in the background right now. <laughs> Why are you crawling? You're not even in is the there frame. Water? Can I have another water? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yo, what? You're not even close to the frame. Just be in the frame, and then we'll just edit it out. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and. Wow, how the shooters will know? What? I'm oh. clapping so you okay. can sit down. Yeah. Uh, well, you have to be. More to I need. Right. To, I need to be the one who claps because I need to. Yeah, maybe to have yeah. James clap if he's in right. both shots. Yeah. This is the start. Welcome to a very special episode of the Good Games Podcast. We're we're all together in one place, and if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see our really dumb faces. In the like, YouTube space. Yeah. 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 Like, subscribe, Twitter. Yeah. What's the other one? You got you got to like, you got to subscribe and what? Hit the bell? Is that the other yeah, one? Yeah, if you want to if you want, but you don't have to hit the bell. No, you got to hit the bell. Don't you hit the you bell. better hit that bell. Otherwise, how will you know? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, even if you don't hit the bell, like you'll see the little blue thing that shows that your subscription has added a video. So, like it's okay if you don't hit the bell. But if you if you were so inclined just to hit the bell, hit the bell. So, uh, the other thing that makes uh, the episode of this podcast very special, not not uh, not just that we are all in one place, which is uh, which special. is very special, but we have uh, some very special things we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash. Um, John Chad is here. By the way. I'm here, is and John's here. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you if you're not watching on YouTube and you can't see the live video, right? That's John right. is yeah. here yeah. as the third person. Yep. Um, so we're gonna be talking Smash Ultimate, and then later on we're gonna be talking our top five. Well, games of the year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're doing a little special. We got categories for each, so we're right. going to go category by category. This is our end of year ceremony. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is like this year is in review. This is this it. is looking exciting back. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twenty great team. Well, let's get right into Smash. Yeah, what well, we just got done playing some Smash. What? Uh, what? Well, I feel like I should preface this. Um, Smash Brothers is a very important games game mm-hmm. to well, all of the games are very important mm-hmm. um, to our history. You know, it's it's kind of like a family. You know, it's it's kind of like this thing that that I've spent way too many hours doing. You spent even more hours than me. Mm-hmm. And like when you when we first met you, you were yeah, like, "Why do these guys play so much Smash Brothers?" Not at all. I mean, we bonded over. So that. so the importance of this game is like it's not just oh yeah, new Smash Brothers is out like. Like this is this was like our our life's blood for a while, all right. So that being said, a new Smash Brothers has been released. It has. Um, let's go. Let's go, Leo. You first. First impressions. First impressions. Yeah. What was your first? Because I stayed up release night and played yeah. it all night long. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, first impressions were uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's yeah. It. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Here, just a primitive, like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, you know, that's the second impression was holy shit, this game is very different than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
I, I had some expectations going into it of a game that was better than the last couple of Smashes that have been released, mm-hmm. and I was right on that. But it's better in a in a way that I, it was a little different than what I was expecting it to be. So we'll get right, more into that. Okay, okay. I wanted you to quantify that, yeah, but we can yeah. come on. So what was your first impression, John? So uh, I came into the game with a bit of skepticism because there was so really? much, yeah, because there's so much hype around it, uh, and, yeah. and Melee was such a such a big esports yeah. game. Are you a Melee boy? Uh, I I enjoy watching Melee, but yeah. I can't well, say doesn't? that about the uh, the other games in Smash. Right, that's the problem. So. so. Uh, when I booted it up, I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I was kind of disappointed with the lack of characters in the beginning, mm-hmm. but uh, the game really shines with mm-hmm. how many people and how many combos. See, I really enjoyed unlocking all the characters. I liked that. Yeah, I was like, actually going about, so there's yeah. like a, a hacky way of unlocking all the characters, and then there's like the, the way you're supposed to do it, mm-hmm. and I was for a while just going to, like, just kind of casually playing the game and mm-hmm. unlocking characters. The, the slow way. Yeah, I, I confess. I did the, like, unlock a character, yeah. then close the game, reopen I the game, unlock it. I started doing it after, like, the yeah. first day. I brought it to work, like, the day I got it. Which mm-hmm. is, this is kind of messed up that, like, a 30-year-old man, and I'm bringing my Nintendo into work. Guys, it's the new game. You gotta play it. <laughs> um, but everyone was excited to play. And mm-hmm. then, like, I get there, and I only have, like, 12 characters unlocked. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, you suck, Leo. Don't you know about the thing? You can get, unlock all the characters way faster, so... Peer pressure into it. Well, because everyone's like, "Hey, I want to play with like yeah, the Wrestle yeah, Cat or yeah, the yeah. King Kid Ruler." Main character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you got to get the characters. And of course, like I'm, I mean, we'll probably talk about mains later. But my main character, I unlocked very early on. Mm-hmm. So when I brought it to work, I was like, I was the only one with like, <laughs> the, his main favorite character, and everyone just kept dying to me. It felt, actually felt pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So yeah, my first impressions. I mean, just playing yeah. it on release night. Uh, I thought the game just immediately because okay, my history was was you know I, I played Smash sixty four, played the original, played the fuck out of Melee, yeah, way played too much, played a bit of Brawl, then of course we played Project a Dan. lot of Project M, which is a mod of Brawl. Mm-hmm. I mostly skipped Smash four. I played a little bit of Smash four, mm-hmm. but like just um, just like playing Ultimate, like it just immediately felt good. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. characters just moved yeah. like really fluid, like. Um, like, cause like if I sat down and played Smash Four, it just like from the beginning it felt yeah, bad. Just something yeah. feels off about. I felt the same way about Brawl actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just immediately felt good. The just playing a Smash in like true like HD 1080. I mean, I don't know what the Wii U was 720. I guess so. Smash Four was a 720. It's technically high definition. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- this game looks awesome. Yeah, it looks great. Smash. Yeah, I love the way the game sounds. Sounds the mm-hmm. like sound effects looks beautiful. You were saying looks yeah. beautiful. Sounds great. Like the sounds are like really impactful. Like when you hit another, like it just feels good. Yeah. Which also one of my favorite new additions we were just talking about is like when you get that like final hit. Like there's like that slow motion freeze zoom frame, in freeze yeah. frame on your character. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. The most it, satisfying. It, ex- it excites me quite a bit. It is so satisfying. I get satisfying. very excitable playing mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. There might be some quotes of me yelling, like, promiscuous things. Yeah, so what was your favorite thing about Smash? Uh, well, okay, so the key thing for me is, is movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason I didn't like uh, uh, Brawl that much or Smash Brothers 4 is because coming from playing, a li- I mean, I didn't play as much melee. I don't think as you, but there was a time where we started playing a lot like melee, and characters moved really fast in that game. And then Brawl, they slowed it way down. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like look at the stock count. People will play the game with certain number of stocks, and like melee was like a four stock game, so mm-hmm. games went quick even with that. Then Brawl was so slow 
that they dropped it down to like nobody plays brawl. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> they dropped it down to two or three stocks, and then Smash Brothers Four came out, and like no one died in that game, and it was also kind of slow. Yeah. So playing this right. game, it was like immediately is like oh man, like fast, like you can move, like you can dash dance sort of you mm-hmm. can, like do like some quick little kind dash of. dancing and I mean yeah you're not like doing like the super fast dance but it's like it's fast it's faster um, and people die at a relatively decent amount of time like it doesn't right. take forever to kill people um, which is important so like that movement and quickness to the game is really what I love about it most and I think that helps with making the game watchable right because yeah. if you watch people play like Brawl oh, or yeah. or like Smash 4 they like, do that so to interrogate often. ISIS members that's what they do they <laughs> <laughs> Those matches just go on forever, right? Yeah. Um, and that was kind of one of the problems in Smash 4 that I really didn't like about that game is like everyone had like bonkers, crazy good recoveries mm-hmm. and the blast zones on the stages, like the, the like edges of the stages, the screen edges where you die were so far out. So like a combination of those two things and edge guarding was basically not a thing because right. everyone had ridiculous recoveries and you could just air dodge infinitely. Right. So a combination of all those things just meant characters live forever uh, and you those matches just go on forever. Right. Um, a two-stock match right. is like 10 minutes long. Really. It seems like most people, I mean, were at the time of this recording, we're only, what, three weeks-ish into the lifespan of Smash Ultimate. It's already been three weeks. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. What? How? It feels longer to me. Really? I just I feel know. like time flies, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're a few weeks into the life of Ultimate, and I mean, at the moment, it seems like we've settled on three stocks, which is somewhere yeah. in between Melee. It's not yeah. quite as fast as Melee, right. but, but also fine. not as slow as Smash 4. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get that, you know, Melee and stuff is a game that um, had a very steep learning curve, mm-hmm. so things like, you know, Melee had all these idiosyncrasies that you had to learn just to play the game competitively or, or right. just to be able to play at the same level as a lot of players right. Right? Like uh, wave dashing and L canceling, and uh, yeah, we won't have to go into the yeah, specifics yeah. of those. But this game takes a lot of those kind of like inbred glitchy mechanics that you have to do yeah. out of the game. Yeah. So like, it's or so it integrates it pretty well, like the short hops. Sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's something that made a lot accessible then, easier. Yeah. So like one of the like advanced mechanics in melee, right, is that. Um, like, short-hopped aerials are, like, really tough to deal with in that mm-hmm. game. They're a really good option. Mm-hmm. Um, in, I guess that's true of just about every Smash game, but in Smash Ultimate, they made it really easy, because if you press jump and attack at It'll the same time, you just auto-do a short-hop aerial, mm-hmm. uh, which is very helpful, I guess, for newer players. Yeah, um, but like you said, it's somewhere in between Melee mm-hmm. and Brawl. No, it's definitely... It's definitely more accessible. Yeah, it's like yeah. More the, it has the added accessibility mm-hmm. uh, of the newer games, but then it's it's, bring, it's brought things down to a little bit more kind of a faster tempo mm-hmm. of melee. So it's a great mix, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did favorite thing. Let's go with uh, least favorite thing, Leo. Um, number one least favorite thing uh-huh. is if I'm playing the game and I already know I'm about to die because I'm playing against James Wolf and he's going to kill me like eighty percent of the time. I just want to press start. Do like L R A start reset. thing resets the game without having to go all the way back to yeah. choose your character, choose, choose your map, stage, yeah. choose your you know significant other to like benefit you when you die. <laughs> like it's all these choices, 
And then you get to play the game again. That's so yeah, Leo's talking about the salty runback. That's what they called it. The salty runback option that was in Project M, where it was like it's a, useful though. Like, yeah. For I don't know. Where it's like if you don't want to go back to the stage select yeah. screen, you don't want to see the results screen, you know, whatever. It just rematch. immediately like, restarts right, the match. Right. Yeah. How many fighting games have a rematch mechanic? Like uh, every no. fighting game, yeah. you press start yeah, or yeah. the match ends, you just rematch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Immediately go back in. Like, yeah. Come on, Nintendo. John was your least favorite thing about Ultimate. Uh, least favorite thing, um, I would say probably the online play. Yeah, okay, on- that's, online's that's online's a little rough. Uh, what is your, what has been your experience with online? I haven't yet dived into it, but I've been researching kind of uh, the options, and I've seen footage of other people's experiences, which mm-hmm. is why mm-hmm. I'm kind of upset with online. Mm-hmm. I just know there's a lot of lag, and people are comparing it to brawl with the. With the latency, uh, it's not as bad. I, it's definitely not as bad as but Brawl. It is, it, that's that's an exaggeration. Yeah, but it was a little bit um, like I was kind of bummed out. I was really hoping for just like a solid online. So yeah, um, I played Leo, who lives in North Carolina, when he's not right here in front of my face, uh, and it was like noticeably mm-hmm. lag. I mean, it was yeah. playable, I guess, barely, but it was it was like borderline yeah. borderline unplayable. You yeah, know, yeah, between the now know, what I have heard though, and I haven't really. Tested out myself. That is, if you, if you online play with people in your area, yes, that's pretty good. That's what I was about to say. Then I played. Ball, actually, I think. Yeah, I played with my other friend who is local. Yeah. I could barely notice that I was online. Really? There was it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very good. Um, but yeah, there's there's a certain amount of input lag when you play online, and then there's like the actual like if the connection's really really bad, yeah. you actually get like the yeah. slowdown. Yeah. So it's like a combination of both things. Yeah. But I've also played up. Uh, just a decent amount of online with randos, and I have to say that most of the matches I've played have been pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you do like matchmaking, like mm-hmm. you know, I found it's kind of closer to fifty fifty for me. So I don't know, mm-hmm. it might just be bad luck, but yeah. you'll find a few matches that are like, okay, like this is like yeah. playable. Yeah. I'd have to say it's like sixty forty or seventy thirty in in terms of like, eh, this isn't that bad, yeah. and like, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. unplayable garbage, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was really, I mean, and that's something I'm, I'm hoping that they can, like, adjust this. I hope so, too. Because yeah. there's so much potential there for making, like, like a ranked online play, like, system. Like, you know, like, um, I guess, like, kind of dedicated servers and stuff. Yeah, dedicated and, servers. Because you guys are yeah. paying, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah, now that yeah. Nintendo is charging for it, yeah. there's, like, really no excuse like, for a subpar on? online. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. That was, yeah, that actually, like, that might be tied for my number one thing I don't like about it. Uh, my number one least favorite thing about Smash Ultimate is something we were discussing a little bit ago, and it's a very small thing, but a very important thing. When I finish a match, I want my cursor immediately selected yeah. on my character that I played last match. Yeah. I don't want to have to pick my character over yeah. again. Here's the thing with that. Every Hasn't match. every other Smash before this done Yes, that? yes, so this is a regression. Yeah, why? why? This why is, they change that? This like, is... It, it, this game is a step forward in so many ways, yeah. and this is like the one thing that is definitely a step backwards, and yeah. it's like a very annoying little thing. They're but trying to get cute. Man. I'm, I'm hoping they can we can yeah. patch that because that seems like a very minor uh, uh, thing you could patch in. How do you guys feel about like the, the spirits? I'm gonna let John go first. <laughs> okay. So spirits, uh, I think the concept's really cool. Okay. Um, it's always a great way to start a, a but, comment about something. I mean, I think it's a good idea to uh, for people who are more casual for something mm. for them for something for them to do. Mm. Basically, if they're not into the competitive like play online, like uh, yeah. you know, they don't want non-party, non-items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So I think it's a great idea, but yeah. for me personally, I think it's just filler yeah. in a way, and I don't want to like grind through all the spirits and collect all of them. And I do. I definitely fucking do. <laughs> I love it. I love the spirits mode. I love the world of light mode, and I love yeah. the spirits mode. Here's why I like the spirits mode because mm-hmm. every single battle with a spirit, um, they're trying to like capture the essence of that. Okay, so all of the so what world of light is different than spirits in a way because. Oh, it's the same. No. World spirits battle. You're talking about spirits, spirits yeah. battle versus the world. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the spirits mechanic in general. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, okay, let's break it down like this. How do you guys feel about like the spirits mechanic, like in okay in a, a match, like okay without taking world taking world of light out of it? Yeah, I like exactly. you're just talking about battling spirits. Yeah. I like that a lot because what they're trying to do is they're trying to like capture the essence of. Okay, so all of the spirits are references to characters from different, right. mostly just Nintendo yeah, games. This is a talk about ultimate yeah. characters. It's just it's tons and tons and tons of characters. In yeah. each spirit battle is when you're fighting that battle to unlock that spirit is a reference to either that character's game or that character. So, like some of my favorite ones have been like um, I fought like Daruk from um, Breath of the Wild, right? Wow. And the way they did that is it was, he was like a giant Donkey Kong who had like the like giant club item. Okay. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. But then but there was it's, like... It's unique to the game though, so that's... Yeah, yeah they're trying to like yeah. capture, you know, yeah. the Donkey Kong is supposed to be Daruk and you're yeah. supposed to be fighting Daruk. But then there was like four Jigglypuffs floating around in the air. And I was like, I don't, hmm. I don't understand what's going on with these Jigglypuffs. And then I realized the only move the Jigglypuffs were using was the rollout move where they just roll really fast. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, they're Gorons! Okay. So that's what I like about the Spirits okay. mode, that's is like trying to figure out all yeah. the little references they're doing. Another, yeah, I've heard that too. And another mm-hmm. example of that was um, Nintendo made some kind of like sing-along game, kind of like... Um, of course, of course, oh, kids. Yeah. Is that There's an old one though. You're talking about for like SNES. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the, the apparently the battle for that is a bunch of Jigglypuffs just repeating sing over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so that's very good. Yeah, yeah what? What's, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. But um, I'm talking about like I'm talking about like the rock paper scissors mechanic. Like I, I think that's kind of basic. Uh, and, yeah, and like I, yeah. I kind of like, like the rock paper scissors part. Yeah. I, I kind of like I don't know, the dojo and the training and. Like you yeah. gotta release them to collect more. And yeah. Then... yeah, once you kind of, because um, it's it's very like confusing and unintuitive when you first approach that, and then you realize how it works, and then it's yeah. just very simple, and you're yeah. like, okay, all right, I got it, and then you just like never think about it again. Exactly. Um, I haven't really played much spirit mode in like just like my like friendly matches and stuff, but like, is that is there a way? Is that the way that you get the smash, the final smash attack to trigger after a certain amount of time? Because I know that's one of the spirits that I had when I was playing the world of what? Mode. Oh, you mean the smash meter? Yeah, that's a rule set change. You, you, can, just, you can change that in the rules. I didn't know that was unique to like the spirits because I had that. It is. I had a spirit that did that in the world. Yeah, it, it can charge your thing faster. Yeah. yeah. The other cool thing you can do, and I haven't actually done this, mm-hmm. is you can take the spirits into, like, normal, like, smash mode. Right, that's what I was, yeah. To, like, yeah. further customize the rule right. set. Right, that sounds kind of nuts. Well, yeah, because it's like the, like, in the previous Smash games, yeah. there's, like, special smash, where, like, everyone has the bunny ears, so you jump super high, and then yeah, everyone... Yeah, unique, like... And everyone has mushrooms, so everyone's super big, or whatever. Right. You can do the same thing with spirits, but where... just applying different spirits. Yeah, you can just do all sorts uh, of crazy so rules. They're, like, which, their own monsters. Which sounds kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. kind of fun, I mean... Here's the thing, like, Smash is a game that you can play competitively and you right. get super serious and have, like, no yeah. items and no final smashes, or you can also just kind of, like, bullshit around, put a bunch of items in, 
yell at you know people when you're throwing bananas. Play with like, eight players. Yeah, yeah. you know. Like, so, I've yeah. done all of those things, yeah. uh, and I, I, I have enjoyed this game equally from like you know a one v one, no items, let's play serious, and yeah. also. Maximum bullshit. Eight people. <laughs> eight people at the same time. Let's yeah. all have items on. And yeah, so this is the first Smash Brothers that you can play eight people at the same time. On Smash Four, you could do that. You could okay. do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's my first time playing. Right. Yeah. And let me just say that that is man. Like mm-hmm. what? Even when you put five people on, that's like yeah. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. Eight people is just nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I want, to, I want to try eight people. Pure unadulterated. Oh, it's it's <laughs> maximum chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and the only way to do eight people is to also have items on. So there's just yeah, of course. insanity yeah. happening at all yeah. happening at all times. Yeah. Um, have you guys screwed around with? First of all, I love that you can customize and save rule sets, mm, yes, including absolutely. toggling off stage hazards. Yeah. Like yes, please. Yeah. So you can just totally just set a randomization of stages that yes. only go to like yeah. battlefield stages or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that I know the competitive crowd also oh, wants right. also wants a toggle like on the stage select screen yeah, whatever for what um to turn stage stage, oh, stage oh, hazards oh, on and off on the stage select screen it, yeah. um I don't know I could I could there's so many stages now like I could we there's could just do without there's stages. so many cool there's stages not, yeah. um and there's a lot more viable stages now that you can mm-hmm. toggle the hazards off mm-hmm. Which is um, inter- that's an interesting like thing. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I want to play this stage, but then just you know take out the hazards and stuff. Like, so now I just play a regular game of Smash. Also, have you guys done the Smashdown mode? Smashdown mode. Yes. I don't think I have. That is a hundred percent one of the best new modes really? in Smash Ultimate. So in Smashdown mode, um, the best way to do oh, this is a tag team one, right? Uh, no, that's Squad Strike. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's also kind of fun. So, okay, let me explain both of these. I'm, I'm going to do Squad Strike first. Squad Strike is, um, like, you can play it tag team style where um, if you die, then you, you can do, like, teams, right? And if you die, the next person on your team immediately comes in. Or you can do it, like, crew battle style mm-hmm. where, like, uh, you have three stocks. So I have three stocks. We play each other, and let's say you take off one of my stocks mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I, and... Yeah, I have two stocks remaining. Right. The next person on your team fights me, Which but I only have yeah. two stocks. You can do it that way. The crew battles were a big part of like the history of Smash. I know, and that's really exciting that yeah. they, that's like an officially supported mode now. And there's a third way you can do it, and I don't remember what it is. Anyway, no, I'm talking about Smashdown, which is 100% the best new mode. Um, and <clears throat> when, when we did it, we did a four-player free-for-all Smashdown. Mm-hmm. Which is the best way to do Smashdown. Okay, all right. Okay, so Smashdown, what happens when you play Smashdown? Everyone picks a character. Right. You, you play a match. Right. And it remembers who won that match. So it's like a running thing. So it's like, okay, this guy's got one point. He's got one win. Uh, the other rule is when you guys pick those characters, no one else can pick those characters for the rest of the whole like match. So what happens is your roster keeps like smaller and smaller. shrinking and shrinking and yeah. shrinking. Yeah. And the other interesting thing is it encourages like it, it like auto balances for itself. So let's say like the best person in your group is Leo yeah. and you win the first match. Yeah. And maybe you'll even win the second match. Right. But then it like displays the score after every match and then the other three people if you're doing free for all are like Alright, fuck this. Let's team up on Leo. <laughs> um, which yeah. is very good. Yeah. But also, it encourages you to have like a wide array of mastery of characters across the whole roster. Which I don't. Because, because if you pick your favorite character in the first match, yeah. 
they're gone for the rest of the thing. Right. Or if you don't pick a favorite character so in the first match, somebody can like yeah. snipe it from you yeah. so that you can't play your favorite it's like character. A, it's like a smash draft. Exactly, exactly. Wow. But the the most interesting thing, so um, we had our smashdown was like really, really even. It was like three wins to three wins to three wins, and then like I had four wins or something like that. So like everyone was kind of teaming up on me, right. and then it was like, all right, this is the decisive round. Let's see who's going to be the like smashdown champion. And then the character select screen comes up, and it's like, we fit trainer, Olimar, <laughs> like me brawler. <laughs> You're like, ooh, shit! Like this is the decisive round, and I don't know how to what any of these characters do at all. Because yeah, because everyone's just picking everyone. Dude, we fit trainer is legit. I, I, one of my other friends, Brian, you know, uh, plays with Wii Fit Trainer, and uh, I don't know how. I don't know. I still don't even know what that character does. Like, her attacks come at weird angles, and, like, you don't yeah. expect them, and then she can, like, self heal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Smashdown yeah. is good. I endorse. So, what happens if you have four players and then an odd number of characters? Does, do you, do two people pick? No, it, so if there's not enough characters to keep going, the game just ends. Because oh, okay. that, that's what happened. There, there was It was like the final round or whatever, but there was like, I don't know, five characters or six characters left. And so just two characters go unused. And if you're thinking about the rule set, the other thing that can happen, it probably isn't going to happen if you're doing free-for-all and people are actually teaming up. But what could, in theory, happen is somebody starts running away with it. So yeah. it's like you have yeah, five wins, you have five wins, and there's like three games left to play, and there's like no way you're gonna catch that guy or whatever. Right. You can there's also like a mercy rule you can set in there. So it's like if that guy gets to a point if if one player gets to a point point where they can't be no caught, return, it's yeah, it's just immediately over, which is really cool. Smash um, down. I also my I don't know if it's my favorite, but it was an interesting thing. I got so I, I get a, I've been bringing the Smash console like the, the Switch console set up and, and playing Smash at work. We have conference rooms and we just pick a conference room and like hook it up. Yeah. And uh, and then one guy I invited to play from like upstairs, like it was cool. He hit me up like it was like, hey Leah, uh, I wanted to know were you interested in playing Smash with some of the other guys over at like the other side of the company? <laughs> I was like what? Like there's a there's a separate. Smash so crew, like Smash over there. Yeah, yeah it's insane. Right. So he was like, "Yeah, I got invited, and uh, I told him you were pretty cool." So like, you're, so like, this is an, uh, an underground network of Smashers at work is happening. It's really cool. Um, but that crew was playing with um, like a map phase mode yeah. that switches yeah. out mm-hmm. maps mm-hmm. in the middle of the yeah, that's ground new. And stuff. I like that, that too. Kind of interesting. It's yeah, like, and then it was like a new map. Uh, yeah, so you could be playing yeah. on Battlefield, and yeah. then you could be playing on like Rainbow Cruise in the yeah. next. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that, was that nice. sounds really cool. That was yeah. nice. Oh, are you not aware of this? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you when can... you're choosing a map, there's like a little section on the left, and you can just choose two stages or something, oh, and, then, okay. and then you can uh, you know, have a both, switch basically. between. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, at first, I thought it was just one stage that like morphed, you know. Mm-hmm. But then it was like the second game was like. Um, I was like Final Destination to like the Hyrule Castle and I was like wait a second what is going on here <laughs> uh, so that yeah that's an interesting moment too yeah. Um, yeah so yeah that game's pretty fucking good huh yeah Smash okay basically it has lived up to all of my expectations I was gonna say it, it I, my expectations were like through the roof yeah. and it met if not exceeded my expectations yes. it yes. is very good um, I'm very excited to see the future of this game it yep. seems like they're really are interested in, in listening to the player base in the mm-hmm. community. Um, 
I'm going back full competitive. Oh shit! I am reviewing oh, wow. frame data. I am watching videos. I am yeah. ready for my local tournaments in North Carolina. I've joined the North Carolina tournament, you know, boards and yeah. So. Let me tell you this: the the DLC characters that are coming out. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for Petey Piranha, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really excited from for Joker from Persona Five. Mm. If only because. The announcement of Joker from Persona 5 means that there are no more fucking rules yeah. for who can and they can't can be in Smash. Sure. Because the Persona series, there has never been like a mainline Persona game right. on any Nintendo. Like John pointed out, there's been like some spin-offs on the Nintendo console. Correct. But not only is Persona 5 not on a yeah. Nintendo console. Persona 5 is a completely unrelated... Yeah, it's just yeah. a game. It's a <laughs> video game. So like, hey, yeah. we're, anything's on the table. I'm looking, like, I'm looking for Master Chief. Yeah, Master yeah. Chief. why not? Why not? Yeah, Did you... Yeah, you yeah. saw how yeah. buddy-buddy like Reggie fils and um, uh, Bill... Oh, what the fuck is the Microsoft guy? Phil anyway, Spencer. whatever. Yeah, right? thank you. Phil Spencer, yeah. Phil Spencer. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be good. Um, it'd be cool to see, like, some other Final Fantasy characters. Like, maybe Final Fantasy VIII. Like, like Lightning? I would not. <laughs> I would not hold your breath. Maybe we can get Squall in there? I wouldn't Come hold on, your breath. Come on, Nintendo! Put Squall in there! I would not hold your breath. He has the perfect, like... Emo style like personality to, 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 to like want to smash a bunch of characters. Kingdom Hearts on Squall now. <laughs> yes. All right, are we gonna go on to our top five games of the year? Sure, yeah, I'm ready. What All are right, the categories again. So um, we're doing things a little bit differently. Normally, we do a top five where we like count down from uh, five to one our favorite things in a given category. So in the past, we've done like what top five soundtracks, top five Sega games, top five you know whatever. This time we're doing it a little bit differently for our games of the year. These are still some of the best games of the year, but what we're going to do is we're going to break each of these five games down and award um, award a best in category to each of these five games. So, for example, we're going to do a best narrative, a best soundtrack, a best indie, uh, a best art direction, and a best overall game for 2018. Um, and by the way, before we get started... Um, do you guys have any like honorable mentions that did not make your top five uh, for 2018? I thought. Oh, can I go? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought. thought <laughs> yeah, you can go, John. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I leave? <laughs> can I leave right now? Go, let's go. I uh, one of the games I was uh, thinking about was Dead Cells. Uh-huh. I thought that was a really good game, uh-huh. and uh, it didn't Just make any. Of the couldn't fit any of your categories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that game. I played it. During the open access period, mm-hmm. I thought it was shaken up to be really good, and then mm-hmm. finally launched, and it felt very complete and, and good controlling games. So. Um, I think a good honor, honorable mention for me is one that actually was originally released on like PC browsers in 2017, and then the console version came out in 2018. That's when I played it, so mm-hmm. I thought it was a 2018 game, but it wasn't, and it's uh, Survive.io. It's, oh, you showed uh, me that. Yeah, it's like if you played like PUBG. We talked about PUBG. You know, yeah. Um, and it's a browser-based version of the game. I think uh, you've endorsed this before. Yeah, I think I might have endorsed it. So that's kind of my honorable mention for the year, even though it technically came out last year. Yeah, I have a bunch that fit that category. So <laughs> first is uh, Hollow Knight, which technically came out last year, 2017, but came out on the Switch this year in 2018, which is when probably most people played it. Right, yeah. uh, it is hands down the best Metroidvania I've ever played, without exception. Uh, it is fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, and my other one was um, Yakuza 0, which... 
came out in 2015. Oh, was localized. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a 2015 oh, wow. game. Uh, it was localized in English in 2017, gotcha. but released on Steam, Steam. this year, 2018. Um, Yakuza Zero is fucking great. It's the story of these um, Japanese gangsters who uh, are just kind of goofballs. I, I, I always say uh, the main character, Kiryu, is Batman, if Batman was allowed to have fun. Um, <laughs> then he wouldn't be bad. Uh, I guess he's not Batman. I don't know. Um, but uh, they're just like these fantastic characters in Yakuza. Yakuza. Um, and my last honorable mention is uh, Seven Billion Humans, which I think. Uh, oh yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, that came out this year, and it's a game about programming. If you have any interest in learning programming, you can play Seven Billion Humans and get some of the concepts down, or at least the ways you have to think when you program. Or if you do a lot of programming, like the three of us all do, we're all <laughs> three computer programmers at our day job. You can practice a lot of the skills. Uh, you, you it's surprisingly need. challenging at times. It is surprising, and it's like really, like really sleek the way oh, that yeah. they super smooth because you just kind of like drag and drop the different programming verbs. Yeah, which just, is kind of like the daunting part of programming. It's, yeah, because you don't like, have to learn all the specific languages. Exactly, like, it's yeah. just like the the just the basics of like like the primitive nature of programming. Exactly. Yeah, so it takes all of that out because there's no chance you're going to mistype something. There's no chance right. there's like. A word you didn't know existed or something. You yeah. have all of your options right there on the screen right. and you just drag and drop them and organize them into however you it's want. It's all your... about just like logic. Yeah. 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 That's very good. All right. Wait, let's get on to this. Which category do we start with? Let's begin. All right. Our first category. Uh, best narrative. Um, I, I want to go last. Okay. You go first. For best narrative. Yeah. The nominees. Mm. Actually... No, we don't have no <laughs> Just the winner. All, All right, right, here's the winner. Leo's winner for best My narrative. My choice for best narrative mm-hmm. goes to Red Dead Redemption. Wow. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about... Well, pretty, why is the narrative in Red Dead so well, good? I'm saying, I think we talked about uh-huh. um, how pretty the game was, but we did talk about how Rockstar Games is known for having, you know, some kind of epic stories, and, and there's there's laughter, and there's... Okay, Red Dead Redemption, well, uh, this is two, right? I mean, Red yeah. Dead Redemption, the first, <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm assuming you're talking about Red Dead 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. the first Red Dead Redemption um, was was well known for um, kind of how the game ended um, and the, the kind of the, the style of every like Rockstar game kind of you can just always like kind of play indefinitely in kind of a free roaming mode and they, and they tied that into the narrative in such a way um, Red Dead Redemption 2 I don't know how it ends yet I've still yet to finish it but I have enjoyed the narrative so much it is it flows from like just so many different settings and so many like twists and turns and, 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 and the plot is just like engaging to the point where I'm still wanting to play the game like three months later to find out how it ends and um, that's that's rare for me like usually if a game if I haven't finished a game in the first couple of months you know it's not one I'm probably going to finish what if the ending is super super disappointing um, then I will I will uh, come back and retcon this uh, choice and be like, you know what, screw it, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, it, I would say that then that would be a good narrative with a bad ending, but um, okay, I'm really impressed with the writing of, the, of that game, uh, and I think it's you know noteworthy. So that's my narrative. John, what was your fair, favorite narrative in 2018? Um, to be honest, I haven't really played too many narrative-based games. Uh, I would probably put Red Dead if I had a chance to play it, um, but. I want to put down Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Um, I thought that game was pretty uh, amazing for... It's a great game. Yeah. Um, I had no expectations going into that. And uh, the game sets itself up as uh, this really epic simulator of being a knight in Eastern Europe. And uh, the opening sequence is kind of like this harmless tutorial area and then some epic stuff goes down and yeah. it's like oh god I want to play the rest of this game and yeah. I want to see it to the end and which I haven't had the chance to do <laughs> <laughs> so what if the ending is really disappointing again yeah. it would be a great narrative with a bad ending that's, that's not going to I, I think I think the potential is probably what counts more than the ending you know <laughs> okay um my pick I've actually finished this game and I know what the ending is I'm almost done with mine okay it's close uh, my pick is very unconventional, so uh, kind of like John, uh, there was nothing this year that really struck me. I, I did not finish Red Dead, so I did. That's not. I can't put that on my list because I didn't finish. You it. didn't experience enough to appreciate the narrative. Exactly, either. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was nothing else really this year that like struck me narratively. There yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. Uh, my pick this year is going to be Celeste, which is actually a. Um, it's like a really difficult like platformer in the vein of like. I don't know, like a Super Meat Boy or a... Um, Super Meat Boy's got a great narrative. And plus, plus. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Uh, Celeste actually has a pretty cool narrative. It's, um, it's about this girl, Madeline, who wants to climb this mountain, but Madeline has like a lot of issues with anxiety, and that like manifests as a mechanic in the game um, because like the like dark parts of Madeline... Um, manifest as a character, and I'm I'm not really sure if the game was going for like the dark parts of Madeline have always been an actual physical embodiment, or if Celeste the mountain is like a magical place where it can bring to life these darker parts of you. I wasn't totally sure, um, but yeah. Anyway, so Celeste kind of uh, uh, the character's name is Madeline. Um, when Madeline is climbing Mount Celeste, that's why it's called Celeste. Uh, what when she's climbing the mountain. Um, in the beginning, she's kind of struggling against this character, which is kind of an embodiment of all of her, like, the negative aspects she sees in herself and all of her anxieties. And um, uh, the story is kind of how she not even overcomes it, but, like, comes to terms with... Um, yeah, begins to know how to live with the darker side. Kind of, kind of. That's kind of what the story's about. Uh, Celeste, it's a good platformer. It's made by Matt Thorzen, who also did Towerfall, which is one of my favorite party games. Yes. That's a great and game. actually, Madeline is now playable in Towerfall as a character. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. neat. Huh. Um, so let's move on. Leo. Yeah. Uh, those were our Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, two Kingdom, Kingdom Come, Come Deliverance. Deliverance, and... Celeste were our best, best narrative, narrative games. of 2018. Leo, what was your favorite soundtrack this year? Favorite soundtrack this year goes to The Messenger. Oh, shit! Uh, the Messenger's bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about that last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about specifically how cool the soundtrack was. That not only are, was it like just good composition and, and good like sounding like instruments and good synths and stuff, but just the progression of the soundtrack uh, interlocking with like the time travel of the game and how the stage soundtrack would change subtly with, with time and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, really cool things with sound uh, and, and uh, music composition in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, we already spoke a lot about that game last episode. Nice. I'll probably uh, I'll put in some like cool music <laughs> from The Messenger and whatever game John is about to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay yeah, Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, my 
my game, which is kind of a uh, cheating answer, is uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, so that's, that's not a cheat. That's not a cheat. Well, so the reason why I picked it was because it has basically all the stages and everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's got like a thousand yeah. tracks. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think primarily why I picked it is because of all the remixes. There's so many good remixes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's worth noting. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's true. I By the way, I fell in love with that game with the Mega Man. That is so good. That's yeah. done by um, the Mega Man is remix. I, the one I think you're talking about is done by Jun Sonoy, who has done all of the like really stupid Sonic music, like yeah. all of the like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, especially like the Sonic Adventure, like the that going forward music, uh, which is yeah, he did a great job with Mega Man. My other favorite remix is the new King K. Rule theme, which they took um, Gameplay Galleon from DKC One, uh, and like made a weird, like, jazzy rap cover of it. Uh, I'll, I'll put it over top right now okay. so people know what the hell I'm talking about. It's so good. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, my favorite soundtrack this year is Octopath Traveler. Oh, yeah, um, that's great. That's great yeah, uh, there was a lot of things about that game I did not like. Uh, <laughs> mainly, mainly how that game... Anyway, we don't need to get into that. Anyway. <laughs> go, so, listen, go listen to our Octopath Traveler. Yeah, go listen to the Octopath Traveler episode if you want to hear my thoughts on that. But no, the soundtrack is fucking great. Um, the game looks and sounds amazing. Specifically sounds amazing. There's um, like really, um, really like high energy battle themes. Um, and I watched a video on this. The other thing I didn't realize it was doing is the music will um, like organically... Um, like go into a next part of the track based on where you are. Okay, so let me explain what I'm talking about. Um, there's like a lead up track when, when you're about to have a boss fight that's like bomb, 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 oh, bomb, yeah. bomb, 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 bomb. But what a lot of games do will cheat and they'll like crossfade two tracks together to blend them. This game is actually smart enough to know it's got like a repeating like ba ba bomb, ba bomb, ba bomb. Ba, 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 ba. And then when you hit A and close the last text message, and then go into the and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like knows when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's like no cheating, crossfading there. It knows. Yeah, that's that's real slick. Great. That game would be so good if it was like good. Different. If it was a totally different game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it looks and sounds amazing. It looks and sounds so good. Yeah, and it's then... like a better game would be the whole... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, those are our best soundtracks. Um, let's go on to our best indie game of the year. Best indie game of the year goes to Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, shit. Uh, so that's oh, nice. Two Popping up again. Yeah, uh, that game is phenomenal. And now, granted, I am a bit biased as I love medieval games, games with swords, games with knights, games with kingdoms and comes and deliverances. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so that the, game looks really good for an indie game, too. Yeah, it does. And the interesting thing about that game is, like, some people call it indie and some people call it AAA because it looks so good. So it's kind of it, it's kind of cheating a little bit, but to me it's an indie game. Like it's, that's not really a triple A game, right? Um, and and they kind of knew that. Like they were going for a game that had a lot of sort of cinematic feel, and that's what I like about it. it feel you feel like you're in this world and you're a knight and you're like becoming a more and more important person in the world and, and leveling up in a way that's not a traditional kind of 
RPG system. It's like you level up by like just becoming better in the world. It's like Skyrim system. Yeah, like actually, right. better. Like makes more sense. Right. Like, um, and it's like a danger. It feels like a dangerous world. And as you get stronger, you feel like more of a badass. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I spent way too many hours playing that game. I too did not finish it yet, but I, I would love to. Uh, how, to how far did you get? It. Pretty damn far. I mean, I got to the point where I was decked out in full, like, male, like, plate armor and stuff and had, like, my own horse and, like, I was a big deal. And then I just started killing random people, which is always what happens in Skyrim and stuff. I just started killing people. Which the game totally builds the narrative around. It's not like you're this epic hero and you're not allowed to kill anyone. No, yeah, you're just a nobody. You're a nobody and you're trying to make a name out of yourself and and the game allows you to do whatever. Uh, I tend, when I have too much freedom in games, I tend to get distracted and just start killing innocents and then... (laughs) I well, was, you save scum, right? So you save, then you yeah, right, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, but then I have so much fun doing that, <laughs> that I just never finished the actual narrative. So, but uh, yeah, that's my favorite indie, indie game of the year for me. What what you think of? Sorry, I, I have to ask. Uh, what you think of the mechanic of the saving with the potions? Did you like that, or was it um, it's a little annoying? Um, Did you find yourself going? I find back myself to sleeping a lot. Yeah. yeah, I would just kind of go home for the day. I would just kill a bunch of innocents and go home and. And take a nap, and uh, or like it, it was kind of convenient because um, you can just kind of sleep and rest anywhere and just get the auto save off of it. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have my best indie game of the year, uh, I put down into the breach. So that was a honorable mention for me. I guess. Yeah, no, runner up. Yeah, I thought that game was really good, and I wasn't sure how they would top FTL, the developers who made both games. I'll do a lot more than FTL. Really? I, I thought FTL was the better game overall, but Into the Breach was was really good, and it captured some of that fun that FTL gave with the subsequent playthroughs and uh, unlocking new pilots and new uh, mechs and teams and stuff like that. So, And uh, I thought the strategy element was really good, what really well done, so I didn't think it was too hard to pick up, and gave you a reason, reason to play a lot, a lot of it so check out our Into the Breach episode yeah yeah a more in-depth review you yeah. definitely should because my favorite indie game of the year is Into the Breach oh. um, wow we were really close to having all three Into the Breach though it we was all, actually on my list for a while we all loved Into the Breach yeah, yeah. it was um, a good runner up for me yeah my favorite thing about this game is how like every single turn of Into the Breach feels like a chess puzzle mm-hmm. because it's a turn based game it's not like FTL where it's real time and you're like constantly struggling to like maintain all your systems and it's FTL feels a little more frantic. Um, Into the Breach is turn-based, so you have an unlimited time to think about what you're going to do every single turn. You have to pick the optimized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always about, it's always about, like, you're just sitting down, you're like, oh my god, like, I'm so screwed, like, how do I get out of this? Okay, wait a minute. If I move this guy here, I think I can move this guy out of the way. Okay, and that'll free this guy up to go here. It's like a chess puzzle on every single turn. Which I enjoy. I like that. Like yeah, yeah. And then sometimes there's no like correct answer to the puzzle, and it's just like, okay, I need to like Where minimize. Yeah. Yeah, I just need to minimize my damage here. Like, how can I like protect myself as much as I can here? Like, what what's the risk reward of of uh, all the best optimized moves I could make? I guess. I really love how simple the game gets after you play it a while, mm-hmm. but then. Like the different mech teams give you different options. So yeah, like, yeah. The game kind of encourages you to kill the enemies and like wipe them out completely. But there's some teams that don't have any damage at all, and you just mitigate the, everything by moving them around. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's not like 
it's not just about like destroy everything. It's like okay, make I them need attack to themselves, make them kill themselves, make put them, them in like clouds where they can't do anything, yeah. push them into the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very good. Um, those are our best indie games. Um, now we're gonna go with uh, best art direction, Leo. Best art direction, yeah, goes again to Red Dead Redemption. Oh 2. shit! Okay, yeah, uh, we talked about that game a couple episodes back mm-hmm. as our prettiest game. Oh yeah, it's um, extremely pretty. Or I guess you know, we talked about it and then talked about our top five prettiest games, and I think it made both our lists. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is just because of the the art direction that they chose. Um, it's not just art in terms of kind of like. Um, you know, the models and, like, character models or, or textures and stuff, which, you know, is very well done. But also just, like, uh, environment uh, concept art, you know, that must have developed for this game. Like, it's just insane. Like, there's certain times it just feels like a paint, like, just looking at a painting comes mm-hmm. come to virtual mm-hmm. life. Um, so, uh, yeah, visually stunning and uh, props, props to the art team for that game. It's insane. Yeah, that game looks really, amazing. Yeah. Red Dead 2. Alright, yep. Yeah. Uh, my best art game of the year? Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters. Ooh, oh, okay. nice! Sure, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I've been playing a lot of that game, and I've been trying to think why I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it feels uh, like a DBZ. It, that's exactly. it just looks like the anime yeah, in motion. Yeah. This is the Dragon Ball game that I've always wanted since yeah. I was a little kid. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to do well, like play well. And yeah. the, I think art, the art contributes to that. Like yeah. you feel like you are those characters yeah. playing as them. And um, I think uh, Arc Systems did a great job, not only just taking what Toriyama did, but also converting it to like a two and a half D style and making it pop to life mm-hmm. that was a great choice on their part because yeah. the 3D games were not working yeah exactly <laughs> you loved some of those I 3D mean, games I love them but they yeah. weren't working for yeah, anybody yeah, else yeah, yeah. So. Um, my favorite uh, best art direction this year uh, is also going to go to Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, the game looks absolutely amazing um, but I think it's really boring if I was just going to say the exact same thing you said <laughs> so actually I'm going to talk about Super Mario Party because I think that game is also okay. gorgeous for a totally different reason um, uh, one of the first things I noticed about the, that game is it's got I don't know 20 something characters in it and all of the characters have custom models with custom animations <laughs> so um, like one of the things they added was like every character gets like when you're doing well like you get a star like every character goes like yeah has like a custom like yeah right, and then right. uh, all of them have like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah those are some of the best yeah but they have like custom <laughs> celebration things right. so like they don't all just do the same yeah thing. so like Waluigi has this like insane <laughs> pelvic thrusting thing he does and then like Wario has like a like yeah. pointing dance that he does, and then um, also like the the attention to detail with that game and like all of the modeling is like out of control. Because if you play um, the co-op, the riverboat co-op, some of the characters are like too short to reach their oar over the boat. They actually get little booster seats. I noticed that. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is pretty good attention. But, like, all of the characters in that game also have, like, custom uh, yeah. run animations for, like, the mini games where you have to run. So, like, Waluigi has this crazy, lanky legs spinning <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And, like, Shy Guy's, like, real short and, like, he just, like, waddles across. I don't know. He needs his character, right? Yeah, the game looks great. Speaking of attention to detail, though, yeah. back to your actual. Yeah, yeah. That, that was not my best art direction. Red but Dead it, 2, uh-huh. attention to detail was crazy. I the, didn't horse talk about that. the horse balls. The horse balls. The horse balls. The horse balls. Oh, did they model horse balls? 
You need to listen yeah. to the rear bumper of Red Dead Redemption. Are you not aware of this? No. You're not aware of Force Pulse? No, not at all. <laughs> so one of the... It sounds amazing. The, Red, Dead, Red Dead 2... <laughs> Red Dead 2's art direction deserves an award strictly for the horse, just everything about the horse and yeah. like and its balls. the way it moves and the balls and how they shrink in the cold weather and they the balls they have shrink. realistic physics. Yes, yeah. the balls have realistic <laughs> physics. Uh, I don't do the balls have realistic physics. Really what the balls are yes. physics enabled? The, the balls, the balls. Shrink. So if I like slap the balls, they like. Well, it's more when the horse moves and they kind of like yeah, they kind of really yes, wow. The thing, yeah. Best yeah. art direction and it's Hands more down. and it's more visible. In like the hotter area of the <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. They, they hang low, yeah. That's... So do women? There's women horses too. Well, but they don't have balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that was the whole thing is that you know I named my horse. T- uh, you got. You I'm not going to tell the horse? story again, but um, yeah. See, see the Red Dead Redemption yes. two episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, like I mean, the, uh, the horse mechanics, like moving and everything, like, that alone deserves an award. Attention to detail for like when you're in a shop and like there's just like oh I love that items and yeah. they all have you know so, no the yeah. shops work God, really well just... in Red Dead too yeah. Like especially like all everything's modeled in that game. You can just pick everything up, look everything. at it, like you know, turn it over. Watch to like Shenmue things. Definitely, that is definitely Shenmueian. Um, this is it. The overall game. This is it. Our best game of the year. This is top honors for 2018. Here we go. Leo's gonna start. Best overall game for me goes to Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> nice. Um. It didn't make any of my lists for categories. It didn't have the best art. It didn't yep. have the best soundtrack. It didn't have yeah. the best narrative. No. But, god damn, that game is just so It's real fun. good. It's real, real good. Well, at the end of the day, as much as I love Red Dead, for it to make two of my categories, mm-hmm. I will not play as many hours of Red Dead 2 as I will Smash before the year's over, which is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's fun. It's uh, addicting. Uh, it's uh, a competitive outlet. You know, you can make friends, you can lose friends. Uh, yeah. Overall, I've lost a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost lost me as a friend. Yeah. Goodbye. Beat me too many times. Too, too smash. smash. Yeah. <laughs> John, best game of the year. Best game of the year. Um, I put down Monster Hunter. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. No! No! This is John's list? Let okay. him explain yeah. Explain uh, yourself, John. Right, right. Explain I, yourself. I, have, <laughs> so, I mean, like you guys, I have a lot of fun memories of Monster Hunter. I used to play a lot of it back in. Uh, Back in high school, at the time, the only console that had it was a PSP. So to finally see it, you know, all to PC, where you know where I play most of my games now, and yeah. see it be really good, really fun. Well, really. Fun. Well, what, <laughs> what makes it fun? Like, why? What? This is your game of the year. What? Like, what makes it good? I, th- I think it's uh, just game of the year because it's in this year. It's just, it could have been any year. It's just. I, well, I, I do think that this year's selections, other than maybe Smash and Red mm-hmm. Dead, was kind of uh, not as great. Okay. So. Um, I don't think Monster Hunter was necessarily a bad game, but I think uh, the fact that I'm able to play it now. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, my game of the year is also Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, see our earlier conversation. It's is real fucking good. It's so fun. Um, yeah, I just uh, I just did like all of the like 100 percent the spirit. A oh, world of light thing, nice. which seems like a chore. It kind of was cinematic in the beginning. That was pretty sweet. Cinematic's crazy. Yeah. The cinematic at the end, which spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, the cinematic at the end makes no fucking sense. Uh, okay. 
Well, that's, that's you know, typical of Nintendo. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, like, tried to go for, like... You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the end... Spoilers, I guess. Reminded me of the ending to Final Fantasy eight. VII. Oh, yeah, for Final, Well, eight also has an insane ending. But specifically Final Fantasy VII, where, like, the... Like, life stream did, like, a crazy thing, and you're like, what? I don't... I didn't... Yeah, what? Pop, what is what? Total. happening? Yeah. And then the credits just start rolling. <laughs> uh, that's what happened in the, the ending to Ultimate. It, they, like, tried to go for, like, a... I don't know what they tried to go for. It probably means something. You have to <laughs> look at it from a... I, it's interpreted. Exactly. I was like, maybe this means something to Sakurai, but I have no idea what I'm watching. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know. I don't need, like, a super high yeah. uh, narrative in my Smash Brothers game where yeah. I'm... Making solid snake no, fights, Sonic the not Hedgehog. Not really much but, of a narrative. Yeah, yeah the art direction yeah. is fine. It's just like it's. Yeah. Nothing it, new. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. but like, it's, it's not why this game is the overall best right, game. Right, it's yeah. just like it's good. It's just real good. It's good. This is fun. Game. In fact, it's so fun. I'm pretty fucking sure as soon as we end this podcast, yeah. Yeah. we're going to go play some more Smash. So yeah. let's wrap this shit up so okay. we can go play Smash. Are we doing endorsements? I feel like... Let's, let's endorse! We, okay. we uh, endorse all every episode. Sure. Leo, what you got? Uh, quickly, the endorsement for this episode for me is the website called chess.com. Um, fun, fun story. So there's a guy I work with, um, I guess shout out Jesse, who is... Um, I have a theory that Jesse is um, actually like an android. Like he's part... We're talking about my wife? No, no. This is Jesse, who I work with. Oh, okay. He's gotcha. A dude. Okay. Um, and he, I think he's part of Android or something. <laughs> and uh, and he, like, he's a very brilliant, brilliant kid. And uh, But, like, he, he he's, like, he has all these, like, features of him that you wouldn't guess of, like, a software developer. Like, he's an opera singer. He's a classical guitarist. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's, like, it's like him, you know, like, it's this AI stuff that's, like, designed to, like, look more human like because he's just otherwise he would be too intelligent you know mm-hmm. um, he's a great guy uh, but he's really good at chess like he's he has played individually everyone on the, on the team and none of us can beat him Ooh, right? right so I have made it my my goal nah. next year New Year's resolution I'm going to beat him at chess right so I you know asked him and I asked yeah. around and he was like check out chess.com yeah. it used to be that if you wanted to play chess online against people it was kind of I mean again I haven't checked since like right. the 90s you know sure, yeah. it used to be way more of a convoluted process now chess.com is like you make an account and you can just play it as like browser they have like tactics which is like chess puzzles that you can use to get better at the game they have learning they have you know live play and turn based play that you can do over several days they have all sorts of cool stuff and it's all free um, so if you're ever interested in learning chess or playing chess uh, I endorse that website chess.com chess.com mm-hmm. what you got John? Uh, I don't have anything. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, John? You don't have anything? No. <laughs> How's your drink taste? Do you want to endorse that orange vanilla? I'll endorse the Samsung Galaxy S9. Oh, there you go. You found which, something. Which one? The S1? S9 Plus. S9 Plus? I just got it. I love it. It's fast. It's, uh, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> so you're endorsing the Samsung phones. There you go. Samsung phones. There you go. Samsung uh, sponsors. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> Samsung. Please sponsor us, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to endorse an anime. Oh, yeah. Hey, you've, already, you've done this once before. I was going to say you've never done this, but I, I've done this. You once must watch before. a lot more anime now. Yeah. Well, I've been watching some anime. I've been watching the Netflix original series Agretzko. Uh, uh, it's real good. Yeah. It is about a um, so. I think Jess was explaining to me that like all the character design, it it's the same people that did like the like Hello Kitty, so it like looks okay. like that. That's not a good start. No, we're yeah. 
Uh, that's not normally what I'd be into. Um, so like everyone kind of looks. So the main character is like a like a fox, but like in that Hello Kitty art red style. Panda. A red panda. Okay, yeah, there you go. A red panda. Um, but uh, it's all about like day to day like office life. Like uh, so, it's like her job at. You know, it's just like a boring office job boring, that she. Uh, uh, Hello Kitty looking anime about a boring office job. You've got me so far. Yeah. All right. Um, but it's like extremely relatable if you've mm-hmm. ever held an office oh, position so and it's, okay. so it's you've been in like control. like just kind of like awkward. Uh, yeah. Situations like that you get in. back to like office space or the office. Exactly, yeah. like those sorts of like weird situations yeah. where like you have like a bad boss or yeah. you have like weird coworkers yeah. or whatever, and it's all about like navigating those relationships and navigating those politics. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love that kind of stuff. because this is an anime, um, of course, everyone has to has, have a secret superpower. Right. Things get um, weird. Yeah. Her secret superpower is that. She turns off her phone to record a podcast. I, I mean, this is on vibrate. Um, her secret superpower is that uh, because the the day to day work gets so stressful, uh, she goes to a karaoke bar, uh, and yeah. to relieve stress, she sings death metal, like screaming death oh, metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's her like that's her that's her thing. Um, so yeah, uh, Agretzko. Agretzko. I'm about. I think it's 10 episodes long. I'm about seven or eight episodes. On Netflix? It's on Netflix. And they just came out with uh, a Christmas special, uh, which is We Wish You a Metal Christmas. Um, <laughs> we Wish You a Metal Christmas. All yeah. sung by her? Uh, I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's real good. Agretzko. Uh, and with that, that is the last of our shows for 2018. Those were the best games that came out this year. Try to... Come back in 2019, and maybe we'll be more professional. Maybe we'll have our phones muted in 2019. Look, 2019, we're going to have sponsors, Samsung. Right? Samsung, get, uh, contact us, Samsung. We're going to get more serious about our, our social media you know, plugins. We're going to have we the Twitters, and we're going to have the Instagrams, and we're going to have oh, shit. the... Uh, no, wait, you endorsed this before. Is this all... Well, I know, but I want to get more oh. serious about it. Right? We're going to okay. have the Patreon. We're oh, gonna be, we are? We're going to be super legit next year. So look, 2019 is going to be a great great year honestly i'm very excited yeah 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 all right uh come back and see us in 2019 yeah. we have no idea what our first show of 2019 is going to be but we'll figure it out yeah, well, um yeah. so for the good games podcast i've been james i'm leah i'm john and we'll see you next time see ya see ya valuable audio I should be recording. Oh, that, that bitch is recording as hey, fuck. did you know yours has a crank too? Oh, I knew it. I don't know if it's a 58-inch crank. That was the sexiest thing I've ever heard while someone was moving a tripod thing. Hey, squeak, squeak, do you squeak. know yours has a crank too? Like, this a, that was a little weird. Well, I'm uncomfortable right. now. I feel like we should have like notes or something. Oh, I have my notes on my phone. I, I have my pics on my phone as well. Shit. <laughs> Leo is not prepared.